You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Receiver, not, not sure where he needs to be lined up. Robinson in motion slot. Here's Bryce. Rolling out. Time to heave it deep. Throws it shy of the goal line, and that ball is tipped around. Wow! Oh, that's a touchdown! Wow! The Mountaineers win it! Mountaineers win it! Deflection, are you kidding me? Wow! Wow! Just like Sean Clark. (laughs) My God. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Wow. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, presented by BetMGM. The Hail Mary call in the App State game. we got a lot to talk about here college-wise. Futures this week, Heisman Trophy. And, of course, App State, Michael Felder, Stadium College Football Insider, joining us right now on the guest line. Before we get into anything, Felder, we got to ask you, what, what, give us your opinion on that call there, that that uh, that Hail Mary call, the App State game. Um, grade that call there with all those wows. Well, those are my buddies. That's my buddy, Phil Bray. I know him. So, I'm excited. Like, that, like watching <laughs> him get excited, I know he cares about it. So, that, that was really cool to see. Him, like most, listen, you can you can call games for years and years and not have a moment like that, and for him to get that was pretty cool. All right, Michael, what a lot of betters are doing at this point, I started to see some of it on social media after the weekend. Uh, th- there are teams that are going to start three and zero, and they're gonna they're gonna start to gain some respect by some, and. Others will say, nah, they're, they're a bit fraudulent, or that was a very light start. Yes, they are 3-0, and but they set up that 3-0 and start before going into conference play. Do you, do you think there are any undefeated teams that stand out that, that you think we're going to look back and say, yeah, nice start for them, but uh, they were fraudulent? Um, I don't know if fraudulent is the right word, because like, yeah. when, immediately when you say that, there's, there's two camps, right? There is the... The Michigan camp, which they played, what, UConn, Hawaii, and Colorado State? Mm-hmm. That feels a little more fraudulent than teams that are getting better, like Kansas, Duke, um, watching the Syracuse even, that are doing a lot better than they were doing a year ago. So I, I don't know if fraudulent's the right the word that I'd use. I will say mm-hmm. that at some point they're going to be up against it. And once you're up against it, it's going to be rough. But what if, like, where do we put in terms of what's actually happening? Where do we put a, a Florida team that probably should be zero and three um, at the minimum one and one and two? Where do we put them compared to a Syracuse or compared to a Kansas? Because they they won, and it wasn't none of those wins were they felt none of those wins felt kind of flukish, if you will. Um, they didn't need a miracle to win them. They didn't need 
uh, goodness gracious, the Florida game this weekend, what a, what a nightmare. Um, but so to me, looking, going through and kind of sifting through the, those, those tea leaves, if you will, I think that we're yeah. seeing teams that are getting better and then we're seeing teams not play anybody. And those are two different things. What, so where do you put, we're both in Big Ten country, where do you put a team like Indiana now 3-0 and after their overtime win over Western Kentucky? Yeah, I again, I, 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 don't, I don't think they're fraudulent. I think that they're uh-huh. doing the best they can with what they have. When you have to, if you have to play Ohio State or Michigan, um, you're going to have some problems. But the reality for me with looking at Indiana is they're a team that, let's be real, they, they lost their best play, right? They lost Michael. Michael Penix is now at Washington, and we saw what he was able to do against Michigan State. It's um, they're a team that's making the best of what they have, and 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 yes, it was not a good win, or excuse me, not a pretty win. Every win is good, but it wasn't a pretty win when it came to Connor Baslick and and and, and this Indiana team taking down Western Kentucky. But they did win, and a win mm-hmm. is a win is a win, and a win is a lot better than coming home with an L. So when I look at Indiana, I don't think that they're a three and O team that's a contender for the national championship. I think they're a three and O team that's halfway to get into a bowl game. And if you go back and look at Indiana's win totals for this year, they're in a position to kind of overachieve, which feels good, right? Yeah, it does. I'm glad you brought up Penix. Um, I really wanted to ask you about the Pac-12. Penix, um, there's a 66 to one for Heisman at MGM. There's an 80 to one out there. And then also just big picture, I think the Pac-12 looks a little better than expected. Where might there be some value? You've got USC, you've got Wazoo, you've got Utah, uh, UW, Oregon. I mean, Washington State is 3-0, and host, host Oregon this week. They're 60-1 to to win the Pac-12. I don't know if that's worth a flyer, but just curious um, your thoughts on Penix for Heisman and also just big picture in the Pac-12. Yeah, I, I love it. I, here's the thing. So, if you got USC preseason, then you're in good shape, right? Like, if you got them preseason, mm-hmm. you're feeling good about yourself because they seem like a team that can, can do some damage. But the reality of it is, when you look at the Pac-12, we're looking at, what are they, six, six, six three of those 3-0 teams that you mentioned before, Joe. Um, they have six 3-0 teams, or excuse me, one, two, three, four, five 3-0 teams. But we're looking at USC, who has an offense that everybody's already fallen in love with and kind of crowned. We've got Oregon State, who nobody ever talks about, but they're very good, and they're also explosive. We got UCLA. UCLA should have lost to South Alabama, but you know what? They're still hanging around. You've got Washington as a team that obviously, Aaron, I know that you just mentioned, and Penix there. They, they have got a tremendous passing offense. They've got this ability to, 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 to matriculate the ball down the field in chunks, which I think is great. Washington State is the other 3-0 team. Oh, and by the way, Oregon and Utah are still in the mix. So we got five 3-0 teams plus Oregon and Utah. We got seven teams that I think have a legitimate opportunity to one play each other in the Pac-12 championship game, but two to win the Pac-12. I feel good about them. So if we're talking odds, Aaron, if we're talking odds, if you got USC preseason, great. I, I would not go with USC now. They don't feel like there's any value there. I think you can buy up some value with Utah because everybody wrote them off after the Florida game, and I was like, oh, you Utah is just was smaller than them, so it's going to be really rough. But Utah in the Pac-12, they feel good. I think Oregon, same thing with getting destroyed by Georgia. Oregon has a – they got an opportunity to bounce back. 
And I think if we're talking off the board money, I think Washington and Oregon State are probably your best values because, yes, they can win this league, and they have an opportunity to kind of fly under the radar. They're two teams, Washington less so, but Oregon State for sure is a team. I don't know. I don't know if many people have even seen them play. <laughs> Michael mm-hmm. Felder joining us here, stadium college football analyst. Uh, Felder, you wrote about Kansas in your latest newsletter. Uh, how, how good are they? I mean, they've been such a bad team for so long. It feels like they're out, right? They're out of the darkness now and back to reality uh, of being a, a legitimate college football team. 48-30 win over Houston. Uh, they beat up, you know, Tennessee Tech. I mean, they, they've had some decent wins here. I mean, even the West Virginia win. What's your thought on Kansas after watching for three games here? They're very fun to watch. And uh, Lance Leopold, I was talking to a buddy of mine, Tyler, who's in the he, – he works in coaching. He's like, Leopold's a really good coach. People are sleeping on him. And the reality of it is, is I think Leopold's kind of built in that same Brent Venables mode where when I ask you to do something, please do it. And that's what you get out of this Kansas team. Um, no gimmicks, no frills. Um, they do what they, they they do what you're that they do what they're asked to do. And if you just stick to my plan, we're going to be okay. And they're sticking to the plan. And I really appreciate that out of a football team because so many teams think they can win on athleticism or they can win because the coach is a genius. These guys are like, hey, we do a lot of basic stuff, but guess what? We don't deviate from the path, and we all are on the same page. Um, you throw in uh, Daniels at the quarterback spot, and you, you've got a guy that can put you in conflict. We talked about Michael Penix earlier, right? But think about the guy, uh, uh, Mike Wright at Vanderbilt as well. And a quarterback that can move has the opportunity to put defense in conflict. You put defense in conflict, and now you've got an opportunity to go over the top. Or if they decide to cover over the top, you've got an opportunity for that quarterback to steal a first down, and nobody knows what to do with either of those pieces. And so it's really hard. It's it's it is hard. I don't. I I've just been thinking about this all day because I've been watching some 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 football, and it's harder to play defense now than it ever has been. And this is. It's not. I'm stronger than you. It's a lot more. No matter what I do, I'm going to be wrong. Obviously, the option started that, and now we're taking the option, but putting it into huge spaces, and that's what these quarterbacks are able to do. What about with USC? Nobody's surprised that they're 3-0, but they're also 3-0, Michael, against the spread, and they're covering the spread on average by two touchdowns. Now they're touchdown favorites on the road at Oregon State. Are, are you surprised at all that it has worked to this degree this quickly with just about everything new? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, it's, 
It's only partially new. Remember that. You yeah. have to keep that in mind, right? Because it's not new to Caleb Williams. And right. that part right. matters a ton. What your quarterback can do matters a lot because he is an extension of that staff. <laughs> Excuse me. So he's an extension of that mm-hmm. staff, which allows him to get guys speeding along. When you only have the 20 hours or whatever they say in college football, when you have the ability to have a quarterback who's able on weekends, on weekdays, on you know late night, early morning, whatever, when he has the extension to be like, this is how we did it at Oklahoma. This is the way that we ran it this way. This is what we did with this. I think it helps move them along a little bit quicker. And obviously you bring in uh, Addison, Jordan Addison, and you've got a guy who, not same system, but same work ethic and same uh, production. So he just all he wants to know is how do you get me in a position so that I can be C.D. Lamb, so that I can be, you know, Hollywood Brown, so I can be Marvin Mim. Get, get me in that position because that's where I'm used to being. And that's helping him a lot too. So I don't think their offense is surprising. I think we all expected this. And what's my buddy, my buddy, this sounds my buddy, Bud Elliott, my friend, Bud Elliott, um, for, <laughs> for 247, he always says, Listen, good teams win, great teams cover. And we'll see if they keep covering over the course of the season. But the reality is I'm waiting for this defense to be, to be tested because that's been, to me at least, the push and pull of what this team's going to be. Are they going to be a team that's a contender for the Pac-12 and then the playoff? Or are they going to be a team that's just the Pac-12 contender and that all stems on the, from the defense? Uh, I'm looking at this Duke at Kansas line, and since we've been talking, it was Duke plus nine, and it just moved to plus seven and a half. Speaking of covering, do you think uh, Duke can cover at plus seven and a half at Kansas, or which side would you be on in this one? I, I like Kansas. I think the, the energy, the excitement. I, but here, this is what we were talking about when we started, right? I'm excited. For, I want both of these teams to win this game. Mm-hmm. I think both of them can, but I just – for me, watching Kansas, I think there's a there's an energy there that I believe in. I don't know, is that a thing you're supposed to say when you talk a little bit of gambling? Are you supposed to say you believe in a team? Because I I I, I don't know. I just I'm feeling something. And then when my friends that are in the industry say that they got something there, I'm gonna buy that juice. So I, I like Kansas. Uh, Michael, you, you mentioned earlier Florida could be on a three-game losing streak. Well, um, according to one thing I saw last night, and it dates back about three decades, this is the biggest underdog spot in terms of the line that Florida's ever been against Tennessee. They're ten-and-a-half-point underdogs. What do you think about this game? The game in Tennessee, Tennessee's been very good. Offense is high pace, and uh, Hennon Hooker's a good quarterback. What do you think here? Florida at Tennessee, we're looking at about a ten-and-a-half-point spread in this game. The number feels big, but also it doesn't feel that big because I think Tennessee covers, one. Two, and we, we've talked about this already, but when you watch Tennessee play, and for folks listening, watching Tennessee play, watch the way the receivers handle catching the football. And even if it's if for a first down, everything that's not a touchdown, when Tennessee catches the football, they look for a referee and they give them the ball so that they can go again. This team is addicted to tempo, and that's going to be a problem. I like Brenton Cox. I like, uh, I don't remember his name, 21 on that defense, the defensive tackle for Florida, but they have problems on that defense. Problems that we saw Gary Bohannon exploit, problems that we saw Cam Rising exploit, problems that we saw, obviously, Will Levis exploit. So Hinden Hooker, who right now, the numbers on him are crazy. 
Like, he should be in the Heisman world for what he's doing, and he's going to keep doing it. And I just think this Tennessee team, they know who they are. Um, when's the last time we saw Florida throw the ball over, what, eight yards this season? They've done it, what, three times maybe? If Tennessee, the scariest part is Tennessee may really be the they, – they may expose Florida, uh, quite honestly, um, because Florida coming out of week one beating Utah, people were talking about them as Anthony Richardson is a Heisman team, this team is a dark horse playoff team, they can do this, they can do that. Then we see Kentucky go in there, kick their behinds with a little bit bigger players than Utah, uh, a Utah team that, let's not forget, probably should have won that game. They had three red zone trips with only six points. Um, and then we see USF, a team that nobody respects, go in there. And if they don't have what – what did they have? The, the, that two-play sequence in the, the at the end of the game was a, 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 a fumbled snap that – they lost 15 yards on, and then a missed field goal that probably would have been a made field goal if they were, I don't know, 15 yards closer. So Florida's defense, to me, is a is a huge problem, but also Florida's inability to push vertical is a big problem as well. And Great stuff by Michael Felder, the greatest rivalry in sports, there's no question. It's Michael Felder versus the Florida Gators. Made <laughs> in them again in a big spot. We got NFL line moving to talk next right here on the Beck UL Network. Tweet it.